So actually, I thought I'd sort of begin by asking you a question. To what extent is the current standoff between China and India unique to their bilateral relationship? And to what extent does this fit a larger pattern of China's growing assertiveness manifest in relations with Australia, Japan, Taiwan, Europe, Hong Kong, and of course, the United States? Is the warlord spirit back in Beijing? Well, the warlord spirit is certainly back in Beijing, but this time it seems to be aimed quite deliberately and consciously at India. Uh, for certain, uh, Chinese assertiveness has been growing worldwide. But the Chinese have not invaded claimed territories uh, in the cases that you identified, whereas with India they have. And I think the reason they are doing this is simply because they believe they can get away with it. Uh, they have claimed territories for a long time. They see the strategy of presenting countries of the fait accompli as having paid off in other cases. And this looks like a good time to try it with India as well. And if in the process you can embarrass India and bring it down a notch or two, reestablish the pecking power in Asia with China at the top, nothing like it. And I think that is the sum and substance of the Chinese calculation. Let me ask you a question, Devesh, in this context. When the Chinese uh, began this operation against India, they began it against the backdrop of crises within India itself, a slowing economy and, of course, a massive pandemic. Uh, when you look at India in this situation, how do you see India's choices in facing up to this resurgent China uh, when it has its own back to the wall? So actually, I mean, uh, the choices are really hard choices. Very clearly, the weakness of the economy, that is the singular biggest reason why India has been on the back foot. This weakness now goes back probably since around 2012. Clearly, where China is today is on the spectacular growth extending over nearly four decades. For a while, India was poised. It seemed India might go that way, but uh, unfortunately, that's not happened in recent years. So that's, you know, India absolutely needs to find its economic, you know, sort of mojo back. Uh, otherwise, this is just not going, it's not going to be anywhere able to withstand the pressure. The second is, you know, and you've written, you know this more than anyone, it needs to do a whole range of defense reforms from procurement to less on current expenditures, more capital expenditures, more research, all those things which it has been lethargic about. This government has shown a little more movement than its predecessors, but even then, when your economy is faltering, your defense budget is low, and your defense budget is low, you just cannot do the capital equipment investments that you need. And third is, I think, that it really must reinvigorate its democracy. Uh, divided India is not good to stand up to China. And it will also be easier for it to build relations with other democracies, like in the Quad, to withstand China. Clearly, India cannot do this on its own. It needs to build partnerships with other democracies. The stronger its own democracy is, the more easy it will be to find willing partners. 
So let me ask you a question. When you talk of India's divisions, those divisions are now manifesting themselves against bigger divisions in the international system, namely the rivalry between China and the United States. Right. How do you see India fitting in the context of that intensifying rivalry? Well, as you know, for uh, as this was becoming fairly evident slowly over the last decade, uh, India basically tried to duck. You know, it tried to avoid being caught in the crossfire, just like it tried in the Cold War. But in this case, China has ensured that India cannot duck. Right? It's effectively pushed India in, uh, in the U.S. corner. And, you know, India faces some hard choices. I, I, I think it's, I'm not sure uh, you might know better whether the Quad which India had, you know, been very cautious about not wanting to needlessly antagonize China. Uh, as you know, this week, the foreign ministers of Australia, US, India and Japan met. There seems to be movement. And I think it makes sense, like for India, to strengthen the quad. And the stronger the quad is, the more likely we can move on this. Well, on that count, I think you've given us material to think about several issues for a future conversation. So I look forward to doing this again. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you.